Good Monday morning to everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Alright, so if you could please, please, pretty please, with lots of sugar on top, go to uh, the Twitter. Go to Twitter. <laughs> go to the Twitters. Sound like such a techno weenie. <laughs> Um, go to Twitter, check out my feed, there should be a link down below, search for Dallas Daddy, T-A-O-I-S-T-T-A-D-D-Y, right, you can also email me, same, Dallas Daddy, okay, oh, I'm sorry, DallasDaddy at gmail.com, okay, um, in this episode, I, uh, well, in a previous episode, I was talking about how I was going to hunt down a, a different translation because the, the, the third, the third chapter in the translation that I was looking at, made it sound like you were supposed to just kind of give up on everything and let the government take over and run your life and you know keep your nose down and, and don't ask questions and and stuff like that. And it and it didn't it didn't sit well with me. It didn't feel like that that was something that the um, what am I trying to say it, it didn't feel like something that this book was trying to trying to say so um, to be quite honest I just kind of I just kind of let go, and I, I found that those are the those are the times, and seems to mesh well with the uh, Dallas philosophy. That I just I just kind of let go of trying to hunt it down and and figure it out and just let it come to me, and. Um, I had spent some time on uh, on Twitter, kind of looking around, and I uh, I found this other podcast. What's this Dow all about? It's awesome. Um, the C. Joe Carl Totten. He's a uh, I guess a, a master, Taoist master. They have uh, the the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California, and all kinds of good stuff going on out there. And he has a conversation with. Um, oh, now I feel awful. <laughs> I gotta look his name up. Um. 
Where did it go? Todd Perry. Oh, man, I knew it was Todd. I wanted to make sure I got your last name in there. All right. Todd Perry has a conversation with Carl Totten about Taoism, and they, and they do the, you know, they do what I'm doing, except I'm, I'm a noob, and they're a lot farther ahead in the book than I am at this point. Um, but what happens is, is I I followed Todd and the and the podcast on Twitter and, and Todd followed me back and I was oh man this, this is this is great for me you know I, I realize he probably doesn't consider himself at you know celebrity level but to me he's a uh, you know he he's me. But he's got a he's got a master to ask questions to, and he's probably a lot farther along in Taoism than I. Am. So, uh, I I was like, wow, thanks, you know, thanks for following. We got the got to talking privately on on uh, on Twitter. And I told him the problem I was having with uh, with chapter three. He was talking about how some translations say one thing. There's lots of them out there, and that uh, the one by Derek Lynn is is pretty widely accepted as uh, yeah, maybe not the translation, but a, a very good translation. So I'll be. I'll be reading that translation from now on, okay? And uh, let's get going on uh, chapter three. It's not a very long read, as most of the chapters are, okay? So, let's go. Do not glorify the achievers, so the people will not squabble. Do not treasure goods that are hard to obtain, so the people will not become thieves. Do not show the desired things, so their hearts will not be confused. Thus the governance of the sage. Empty their hearts, fill their bellies, weaken, weakens their ambitions, strengthens their bones. Let the people have no cunning and no greed, so those who scheme will not dare to meddle. Act without contrivance and nothing will be beyond control. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still having a little bit of trouble with that. It, 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 I'm, I'm hoping, okay, where, where it talks about thus the governance of the sage, because okay, at, at first, you know, it's like, do not glorify the achievers. You know, hey, great job, that you know you that you did this thing that's great alright now let's move on okay instead of instead of having the the big parade for you know the guy who you know figured out quantum mechanics or split the first atom or or I don't know, some huge mathematical equation or my 
my thing is, is it, it feels like it's kind of aiming at our modern day celebrity paparazzi type thing. Does that make sense? I mean, it. We all. We all and at, and at at this present moment in in this next sentence, taking the money equation out of it. Okay, to see those that have you know achieved this thing. Okay, it it gets a lot of people. I want to say worked up. To the to the point where it's you know what I'm doing right now, where I'm at right now, is not good enough. And it'll probably never be good enough because I'm I'm stuck here in this in this place. But I'll never be I'll never be as good of an actor as Tom Cruise. I'll never be as pretty as Tom Cruise because I'm, you know, I'm stuck in this place here driving this van at 7 o'clock in the morning in the rain on a Monday morning and it 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 fills the mind with negative and complaints and and all that not so fun stuff whereas instead to find contentment in the place that you are that there's this you know this super complex algorithm going on in the background that says, you know, kind of like how some Christians say, you know, don't, don't worry about it, it's in God's hands now, blah, 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 that kind of stuff, right? That's, to me, it sounds like that's where this is going, okay? Let's see. What was the next part there? Alright. Now glorify the achievers so the people do not squabble. Alright. Do not treasure goods that are hard to obtain so the people will not become thieves. Okay. For me, that, that plays pretty big into the whole minimalism thing. Okay. To, to, to sit there and... and look at the stuff that I really, really need. Okay, do I really, really need Xbox One? No. Do I really need uh, a $200,000 car? No. Uh, There's something that... uh, 
Carl Totten was talking about. It says pretty regular, but in Dallas knows when it's enough. And my my definition of enough changes at least daily. If not several times throughout the day. I I still have a I still have a a, a pretty strong grip on what what I feel like is the the materialistic world that that I need this stuff mentality and and for the most part I don't I don't feel that wrong about it I can see how a handful of lifestyle changes would would make things different Like if I were to go raw vegan, I wouldn't have to worry about cooking any of my food, so I wouldn't I wouldn't need a whole lot of that extra stuff. I mean, me on a individual basis, of course, I still have wife and kids that I'm not forcing this lifestyle upon, so I would I would need those things in my in my real life, but in my you know the experiment that I run in my mind as to see what an individual might really really need you know being vegan raw vegan whole foods not not messing with eating meat okay you don't need a you don't need a pot to boil water in or a skillet to fry up your bacon in or any of that stuff and you know on a on a primitive scale you know if I were to go out out into the woods and go hunting and get a squirrel or a rabbit or or something like that I can you know I can fashion up a a thing I'm not sure on what the the preferred technical jargon is for whatever the stick is called that you stick in the ground and dangle the meat over the fire and let it cook and, and that kind of thing alright kebab <laughs> alright but in, in that instance, you know, I, I still don't need a pot. I still don't need a skillet. Okay, so I don't I don't have any plans on on going to that level at all, really. But I I could I could see it being a possibility, but not. So much of a possibility that I'm that I'm working on plans for such a thing to happen. Okay. Um, but 
do not treasure goods that are hard to obtain so the people will not become thieves. It's uh, like Air Jordans. I remember as a kid, the, the media scared the life out of me because, I mean, I, as far as I was concerned, they were the best shoe. You know, Nike, Air Jordans, you know, they, they were expensive, they were good shoes. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't somebody want to have the best shoes? Okay, and I'm, and I'm still kind of that way, but in the, but the Jordans don't exactly fit my lifestyle right now. I can understand that, you know, being a basketball player and wanting to have the best basketball shoe, yes, spend the money to up your game and your performance so that you make more money to buy more Jordans for next season, okay? Um, but I remember the news media as a kid, and I'm I'm pretty sure they still do the same thing now, that there, there are kids out there getting shot and robbed of their shoes because they've got, you know, they've got a fresh pair of Jordans, on, uh, a fresh pair of J's. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get Jordans after that because that was, you know, I, I mean, I, I did not live in an area where something like that may have been possible just to get that, <laughs> that little bit clear there. I, I was not, I was not in any danger of getting beat up or robbed or anything like that for my shoes. All right. Um. Uh, let's see. Do not show the desired things so their hearts will not be confused. Okay? For me, that it just kind of rolls back into what I just said. You know, the... What is needed? Are you, are you really that much better off having having a Ferrari over having a, a whatever the baseline vehicle is nowadays you know I, back in my day it was the S10 pickup truck or the or the Escort I don't know I don't know what that car is today. But that the the S ten and the Escort were built to endure. You couldn't you couldn't you couldn't kill those vehicles. You'd run them right into the ground, swap swap out the tires and poof. You're good. Back on the road. Let's go. Nowadays, everything is so...
computerized and technical and you know it's got all of these things that are going to break and the and the stress involved with a job that you have enough money to purchase a Ferrari. I, I don't I don't think all of them are that way, but I know a lot of those ultra rich people that have a have a supercar. You know, they they get those cars and they drive them for a couple of hours a week maybe. When the when the weather is absolutely perfect and and you know, there's not a chance of rain or bugs or anything like that and they they spend all of their time focusing on these machines and and the job that got them the money and you know, it, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, your life is so stressful that you've got to buy a car that's worth a quarter million dollars or half a million dollars or a million dollars and and to drive that thing around and the stress of driving it around for one. Yeah, I get that it's an experience to be able to, you know, put your foot on that gas pedal and jam it down and go from zero to 60 in two seconds. Wow. Okay, I can I can definitely respect the, the engineering marvel that that is. But, what, is, what did it cost you to get there? What did it cost you to stay there? That, that stress of, of somebody being about a foot too close to the car and everybody asking you, what do you do? What, what do you do to afford a car like that? That's great. I, I mean, I, I definitely see their side of the story. It's a Ferrari. It's a Lamborghini. It's a McLaren. It's a, a Porsche. It, you know, whatever. But is it is it really worth all of that? I know some people are are wired to and, and they they need to they need to do that. Alright. Uh, let's see. Uh show them the desired thing so their hearts will not be confused thus the government the, thus the governance of the sage so part part of my con, part of my conversation with uh, with Todd was talking about how you know, I, it felt like the that it was saying to let go and let the government handle all of this. 
and he was talking about how Lao Tzu was quite the anarchist. And I'm like, huh, well, I'm quite the anarchist myself. So I'm, I'm going to read this as more of a smarty pants kind of thing. Okay. Thus the governance of the sage. Thus, this is how the government will rule you. By emptying their hearts and filling their bellies, weakens their ambitions and strengthens their bones. Okay. The empty of their hearts of ambition to strive for better things then they won't they won't worry about it. you know they won't worry about striving to be better than what they are right now yeah maybe I was reading the whole thing wrong maybe this is maybe this is all just a, a smarty pants chapter If you empty their hearts of ambition, then they'll just do nothing. If you fill their bellies, they'll be they won't have any they won't have any drive to get out there and and do something to to earn You know, and not necessarily it being earn a wage, getting a job and earning a wage, and then and then you know spending that money on food, on material goods and whatnot. Okay, fill their bellies. Okay. Uh, Thus the governance of the sage empties, the sage empties their hearts, fills their bellies, then weakens their ambitions and strengthens their bones. Let the people have no cunning and no greed, so those who scheme will not dare to meddle, act without contrivance, and nothing will be beyond control. Man, it, even this this new translation is is a difficult one to wrap my mind around because that let the people have no cunning and no greed so those who scheme will not dare to meddle act without contrivance and nothing will be beyond control because I, I mean I, I can get how you know like up at the top there do not treasure goods that are hard to obtain, so that so the people will not become thieves. I I get that. That sounds pretty reasonable. Don't. You know, by by making this sound so cool. And those people that cannot afford, like like a like a Ferrari, okay. I'm not, I can't afford a, a Ferrari, 
I'm probably never going to be able to afford a Ferrari. Maybe I might be able to put some money down to rent one for a few hours just to, to, to drive it around and have that experience of being able to drive around in a supercar. Okay. Wow. That would be, that would be kind of neat. I, I will not deny that. But to, but to treasure those things so highly, to, to set the bar there, that you are worthless unless you have a car like this. You've not succeeded. You have not made it because you do not have this car. Drives some people at my economic level to be like, well, the only way I'm going to have one of those cars is to steal it. So even now, this newer, it's a lot. I want to say it's a lot clearer, but probably just a little bit clearer. I don't know. I'm really, I'll go go ahead and and suck it up and say I'm I'm pretty lost on on this chapter. Um, If you're listening to this, you know, send me an email and, and maybe maybe drop your words of wisdom on on this on this chapter because I, I'm not I'm not really getting it. Yeah, because at at first it's starting to sound like like it's some good stuff and then then it, it kinda it kinda gets worse towards the end. It, it's it still kind of feels like it's one of those things where just just shut up and let the government take over. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll wrap this one up, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. I hope I hope it wasn't too confusing. I'm I'm still pretty confused. Um, hoping that it. Uh, I get some feedback. You know, any amount of feedback I get on this episode, I'll, I'll, I'll get back on it as soon as I, as I get it. I, the original plan was to, you know, start the podcast and, and uh, start listening or start reading the Tao Te Ching, give my, you know, my first impressions of, and then go back and, and study and, and really really soak it in and then you know maybe my insights will change my my opinion will change on on what the the different chapters mean okay um but this one here this one here is so confusing for me that if if you know if somebody were to email me or contact me or tag me in a post or whatever and uh and help out and maybe uh, lighten up the confusion a little bit I will uh, I will definitely jump in and uh, you know kind of jump back to this episode and say all right look 
chapter three. Here's a here's a a, a better translation, or here's a a different way of understanding it. I get it now. Thank you to so and so on Twitter or email or whatever. All right. So. Now, in order to contact me, you can go to Twitter, search for Dallas Daddy. Should be a link down in the show notes. I am. Uh, I'm also on YouTube. I put a YouTube video up, or one or two up this weekend. Um, where else can you find me? Uh, Twitter, YouTube. I am on Pinterest. I kind of dig Pinterest. Uh, should be a link down there to all that stuff and a bunch of hashtags and all that fun stuff. DallasDaddy at gmail.com. Please contact me, especially about this episode, and I will talk to you later. Goodbye.